a slip of the tongue, or a lapse of memory revealing an unconscious desire. Now what do you might call a useful word, madam? Then how about paramour, an illicit lover? How am I supposed to get that into an everyday sentence? That's the challenge, George. Better late than never. Perhaps if we hadn't had to go back for your speech, madam. I dare say Dr. Freud would have something to say about that. I dare say he would, George. Yeah, that's a, uh, Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries, starring the late Diana Rigg, and it was of course the master. You know, PBS they would have the mystery series. Was it Masterpiece? I don't remember. I started watching these probably in college. Uh, I, you know, I, yes, I'm aware of Diana Rigg and the uh, Avengers in the 1960s, the BBC. I, of course, was not alive yet. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Yes, I, I know what time it is. <laughs> I know what tomorrow is. But more importantly, I know about mysteries such as Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries and the way Diana Rigg would just I mean you know as an actress and yes yes I am I am aware that she was on Game of Thrones I still have yet to dive into Game of Thrones you know I have to be in a mood to watch something to get into it shall we say Commit his body to the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. In sure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body, that it may be like unto his glorious body, according to the mighty working whereby he is able to subdue all things to himself. Madam. 
Ferdinand. You appear to have something on your lip. It looks like a caterpillar. I think it makes him look distinguished. He is distinguished. That thing makes him look seedy. I'm sorry about your papa. Thank you. Hermione, I trust you're well. Yes, thank you. We thought you were in America. I was. Would you rather I hadn't come? I think it's more a question of what my father would have wanted. Precisely. He'd have wanted me here. Vicar, allow me to introduce what I can only describe as my mother. Condolences, Mrs. Bradley. A good man. Yes. Dull, but good. Honestly. Today of all days. Is the day for truth. The only exciting thing your father ever did was to divorce me. Even his obituary calls him the legal profession's safest pair of hands. There are worse crimes than being dull. Really? Excuse me. <laughs> I wanted to play that. So, Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries premiered in 1998 with a speedy death 25 years ago. Followed by a death at the opera in 2000. The Rising of the Moon. Laurels of Poison. And the worstest... Worsted... Viper. It's available, of course, on iTunes. It's available on DVD, Blu-ray, what have you. Um, it's you know, it's it's not it's not Agatha Christie's Murder on the Orient Express, but it will do. When I first watched it, though, I mean, the thing with Diana Rigg is she's bringing comedy and errors to a situation such as the death of her ex-husband. And she, the way she says, today is a day for truth. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> yes. Um, as you can tell, I'm still under the weather. Very congested. But medicine is slowly taking its course. I don't have COVID. Trust me, I did the test. I, I have the test. <laughs> as I say that, I think of Jack Nicholson in Easy Rider, where he's like, Peter Fonda says, you got a helmet? And then Jack looks at him. Oh, I got a helmet. <laughs> oh, I got a beauty. <laughs> and then if you want to be a bird, starts playing. So when people are like, oh, did you did you got COVID tests? Oh, I got some COVID tests. Oh, I've got a pack of them. <laughs> I remember when you used to have to go through the drive-thru to get those done. But anyway, here we are. Three years later. Or is it two years later? What a difference three years makes or two years whichever you're counting the fact that i've been doing this for five years it feels like 25 years it does it feels like a lifetime when you've done something this long and you enjoy it and i absolutely enjoy this i love taking the piss out of things if you don't know what that means it is a british expression taking the piss um whether it's comedy or drama and with everything it's and um, an example of taking the piss is that show Succession, where comedically, dramatically, they are taking the piss. When it came to Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries, or let me do it in my British accent, when they did it in Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries, they were taking the piss. And you had Diana Rigg who would do things and say things that were meant to be funny, but and we as the audience were laughing and Everyone else was, well, trying to be proper. But let's dive back into Mrs. Bradley's mysteries.
daughter Cecily. I once made the mistake of asking him what she was like. Twenty minutes of parental pride later, I had a fairly good idea. Pretty as a picture, bright as a button, sweet as sugar. I do so hope he was exaggerating. And I always love her intros at the beginning of the episode. And that's why I love this show. It's not for everybody. My cousin and I would talk about it. We both love our British shows. That being one in particular. So yeah. It's it's been one hell of a week. And one hell of a weekend. And the and the weekend is, you know, for rest and relaxation when I'm not wearing my Mandalorian helmet. And yes, I've got one. <laughs> oh, I've got one. Oh, jeez. People, how much did it cost? I can't tell you. Where did you get it? Yeah, online, I think. Um, yeah. Hey, it's um, it's a, it's a the Mandalorian, but it's not Mrs. Bradley's mysteries. If there was a Mrs. Bradley's helmet or mask, I mean, that would take everyone into stitches. But and that's another British term, I think. We have everyone in stitches, or no? That's not. That's it's American as well. Uh, yes. Tomorrow, eggs, bunnies, chocolate. I do love chocolate. Candy, barbecue. But tonight it's Mrs. Bradley's mysteries. Now, when I was coming up, I was a lad, a young lad. Jeez, it's ridiculous. In the nineties, usually around this time the Ten Commandments were on and I didn't watch it I've seen that movie so many times that you just wait for it and then you know Yul Brenner and um, Charlton Heston and I always I my friend in college we would laugh because he would always say or was it me that said no it was me I would usually say, it's so sad that Ramses is better looking than Moses. <laughs> and then, you know, when he's the bad guy and you're rooting for him. And then you've got Ann Baxter as Nefertiti. I mean, well, talk about casting. But anyway, I digress. It's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. I'm so tired, but I'm giving you a podcast. I'm giving you Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries. Um, or as I used to say to a friend, lesbianism, mysteries, and Inspector Christmas. Yeah, and, and you had one of the doctors from Doctor Who. Um, was it the eighth doctor? It was one of them who plays Inspector Christmas. Talk about a name. I don't even think that's his real name. But, um, I mean, I, I love these intros. Oh, my God. Let's do another one. Thank <laughs> you. 
think we'll get round to playing a proper tune? It's innovative, George. Oh, innovative. Right. Thank you. Oh. Can't make up my mind whether he looks vaguely fascinating or fascinatingly vague. I think you're about to find out. Inspector Christmas, yeah. Inspector who? Henry Christmas. We've met before. Ah, oh, yes. I'm not interrupting anything, am I? <laughs> not at all. I've been reacquainting myself with one of your books. An intriguing read. Wait till my memoirs are published. I was drawn to a particular passage. To understand the psychology of the outcast, one must first ask the question, has he or she rejected the norms of society or simply challenged them? Unusual theory. That's why I decided to call you. I found myself in an interesting predicament. What makes it so interesting? I'm calling from the village of Littleford. A young woman was murdered here tonight. And the murder took place at the circus. Very gruesome. The victim, a foreigner, it seems, belonged to the show. I'd have the case solved by now if it wasn't for the other travelers refusing to cooperate phrase blood out of a stone springs to mind and what makes you think they'll talk to me facts are my forte mrs bradley the psychology of the criminal mind is yours along with your powers of persuasion almost on a par with yours i take it i've managed to spark the flames of your curiosity i'm positively a glow inspector can i get the bill madam Mike, 
Central English village. Not the first place one associates with murder, but consider. Once the peas have been picked, the cakes baked, and the preserves preserved, what else is there to do but die of boredom? Or kill to avoid it. I've never seen the appeal of circuses myself. Clowns give me the creeps, and the less said about magicians, the better. What have you got against magicians? I was once badly scarred by audience participation. Really? In what way? I'd rather we didn't go into it, madam. Circus performers have always rather fascinated me. The art of illusion. Deception. Uh, it's more practice than art. I bought this to prove it. Now, pick a card and don't tell me what it is. Queen of Diamonds. More practice, perhaps? <laughs> now, I wanted to pull away from that because what she's doing so brilliantly, and some of you are not aware of because you can't watch it. This is an audio film podcast, I know. As, um, she's breaking the fourth wall. The fourth wall is when the character looks at the camera and engages with the camera and with the audience. An example of this is if many of my listeners, you've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. When Ferris breaks the fourth wall and he looks at the camera and says, you you lick your palms and then it appears that you're sweaty and it's ridiculous. But then again, so is high school. So what Diana Rigg is doing as Adele Bradley, she is breaking the fourth wall and she's talking to the audience. Um, there's a lot to that. And, and you know, and, unless it's called for in the script, yeah, then do it. Most definitely um, do it. Now, as I dive into talking about Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries, if I can pull it up. Ah. And you had Neil Dungan as uh, George, her concierge, butler, uh, mainly her driver and confidant. Um, it was This is created from Gladys Mitchell. Um, who created the Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries detective novels um, ah here we go Peter Davidson who is the, which doctor is he if you're familiar with Doctor Who come on he is the fifth doctor from 1981 to 1984 and he plays Inspector Christmas in uh, Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries and so yeah it's it's you know nighttime drama I mean if you don't if you're already tired of old episodes of Murder She Wrote or as my friend calls it Murder She Writ <laughs> then Mrs. Bradley's Mysteries most definitely oh, it's been one hell of a couple of days as you can hear it in my voice and now I'm going to go and relax that is the Dr. Zeus film podcast Unpleasant Dreams <laughs> <laughs> 